What's happening, y'all? Welcome back to the Gospel Message. So, today I want to go with you, and I want you to turn with me to the book of Colossians. The book of Colossians. So today, I kind of want to just go over the book of Colossians and what is contained in that book. So, a key text that I want to read from Colossians is Colossians 1, verse 18. In Colossians 1, verse 18, it says, He is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. So what that verse means is Christ is supreme in all things, both on heaven and on earth. So first place, like I said, Colossians declares the supremacy of Christ in all things, whether of creation or whether it's of redemption. So this teaching was the cure, pretty much, to a deadly hearsay that was facing early believers. So if I were to summarize the book in one sentence, I would say Jesus is the Supreme Lord of the Universe and the Head of the Church. And therefore, He is the only one through whom forgiveness is possible, making legal obligations or philosophical studies irrelevant in matters of salvation. So, Jesus is really what it's saying is Jesus is all you need. You don't need to make any legal obligations to get saved. All you need is Jesus. That is the one way to heaven is Jesus. So to give you some backstory on Colossians, it was written by Paul the Apostle around 6180, so 61 years after Christ died. So the letter claims to be written by Paul the Apostle. So for the past two centuries, some, not all, critical scholars had denied Paul denied that Paul wrote this letter. They had argued that Colossians reflects the issues of a later time than Paul and was written by an unknown later Christian who used Paul's name to bolster, means to make his own authority or to increase his own authority. The basic arguments were one, that the false teaching attacked is not good to system. Always struggle with that word. 
which didn't become a destructive influence until the end of the first century and two that the Christology is too highly developed for Paul so in response one there was no proof that the Colossian hearsay was directed was directly related to Gnosticism and two the Christian Christology is no more exalted than in Philippians 2, 9 through 11, which says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of the Father. So pretty much, the name of Jesus, everyone bowed and acknowledged that Jesus was Lord. So, the letters, and when I say the letter, I'm speaking of the book of Colossians, because it was a letter. So... The letter was written while Paul was imprisoned in Rome. Ephesus had visited him and brought news about the churches in the Lycus River Valley. And Paul learned from him about the presence of false teaching in the Colossian congregation that were pretty much threatening the survival of that church. And so he then wrote, a letter to them and it was named Colossians and he wrote the letter evidently with the secretarial assistance of Timothy using Tychius as the letter carrier basically the messenger this is one of four letters that Paul wrote in prison while he was appealing to Caesar. And those four letters are called the prison epistles. And very careful reading showed the following relationships in the book of Colossians. So Colossians and Philemon, another book in the, Philemon is another book in the Bible, were both letters sent to Colossae. Colossians and Ephesians were both carried by the same person, Tychius. And Ephesians reflects as a theological development of Colossians. So, a theological development is when basically you improve on theology in a nutshell. So, all three of these were most likely written not long after Paul arrived in Rome and all three were perhaps carried together by Tychius who was also accompanied by Onesimus and Philippians was most likely the last of the four to be written 
because Paul was expecting to be released. So the purpose of Paul even writing the book of Colossians was the Colossian Christians for the Colossian Christians to combat a dangerous teaching known only through his criticism of it in the letter. Although he condemned the hearsay, his main approach was to exalt the person of Jesus Christ and to urge the Colossians to give up anything that denied Jesus his permanent position as the Lord. So he basically wrote and said, Y'all need to give up and get rid of anything that denies Jesus as Lord. And then, you accept him as Lord. So the introduction, which is Colossians 1 verse 1 through 2, is in the form of a Hellenistic personal letter. Verse 1 and 2 says... Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father. So he's basic. that's basically him just saying, hello, God bless you. So the senders, which were Paul and Timothy, and the recipients which was the Colossian church, are identified and the greeting is expressed. So, they pretty much said, hey, here's who we are, you are who y'all are, how y'all doing, God bless you. So typically of Paul, typically Paul would write a lengthy Thanksgiving letter and prayer that led into the body of his leather letter not leather so paul thanked god for the faith hope and love the colossians had by virtue of their positive response to the gospel and then paul prayed that they might have full knowledge and understanding of god's will and lead a life worthy of redeemed saints citizens of the kingdom of christ so to recap Paul pretty much wrote this letter and said, look, y'all need to get rid of everything that does not reflect Christ, and y'all need to turn back to Christ before something bad happens. Well, everyone, that is all I have for you, and let's, let's pray. God, I come to you today, Lord, for these listeners, asking that through this podcast, Lord, that you will reach them and reach their hearts. God, I pray for those who don't know you, Lord, that you may put your hand in their lives, Lord, and help them. God, I pray for the sick, knowing you are the great physician, and that you will go and touch their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have a blessed day.